you sovereign woman are not the body. However, we can use the body as an incredible alchemical tool to take our sovereignty back, to self-realize, to awaken spiritually. And today on the Sovereign Woman Movement Show, as we continue to discuss how to take our sovereignty back, body, mind, and spirit, prior to bringing in 2021, today we're going to talk about the body, how to change our relationship to this temple, and how to use it as an alchemical tool for our own personal sovereignty. Satnam and welcome to the Sovereign Woman Movement Show, where it is our mission to awaken the women of the world spiritually by empowering them with the holistic tools that they need to heal body, mind, and spirit, and so that we can all bring in an enlightened society as this old one crumbles, because it is crumbling, dear friends, crumbling faster than we all could ever imagine. Satnam, good morning, ladies. Thank you so much for being here. Lizzie, I love you. Satnam, happy full moon in cancer. Full moon in cancer today. Very emotional. It's like an emotional release, something that uh, we're all feeling deeply in our souls. Luca, hola, como estas? Bienvenido, como estas? We're all feeling this emotional release in our souls because this uh, full moon in Cancer is is really impacted by the asteroid known as known as Chiron, the wounded healer. And what Chiron has been doing all year is really looking at a specific wound, especially one that has been repetitive for you throughout the year. And this could be like a really old wound that you haven't dealt with. It could be one that's brand new that you acquired in 2020. Because I'm sure many of us became more aware of more of these wounds, but you know, it's always a beautiful way to, to see things in, in a shift in perception, meaning miracles. And what I mean by that is when you think about a wound being exposed and the band-aid coming off, yes, it might feel painful and it might feel uncomfortable, but there's a huge opportunity, you know, for bringing healing to that wound. Because another thing that we're sensing and feeling right now is this newness, you know, we're all feeling emotionally, mentally, vibrationally, that there has a big change that has occurred. You know, there, whether you were aware of the big conjunction that just happened in the winter solstice or you were not, the reality is that our DNA is changing very, very quickly. Our consciousness is evolving very, very fast. You know, back, it took our, our ancestors a lot longer to not only clear karmic cycles, but to evolve for us, you know, we, we can evolve in hours and days. And so we are changing so rapidly that our nervous system is feeling that impact as well. And full moons, you know, they really press on those emotions. They really affect us just the way they affect the tides in the ocean. And with cancer being this divine feminine sign, it's really about opening up our hearts to whatever awareness comes into our consciousness so that we can close out these chapters for good. And it's also about surrendering and not feeling that the other shoe is going to drop because in essence, we really have resurrected, rebirthed into our truth. Like I mentioned before, you know, during that great conjunction, there were some spiritual leaders that were birthed that emerged that are now stepping into their satnam, into their truth and power. And so as much as you are maybe feeling like the newness and may feel like the other shoe might drop or feeling a lot of sense of just heavy energy, the reality is that the collective consciousness is feeling this change. So we're all experiencing this collectively. 
in a different way, but we're all sensing that something huge and big is continuing to happen. And that's where it's very, very important to use days like today, the full moon, to really tune in and go within and download and connect to the messages. Because at the age of Aquarius, one of the biggest differences is understanding self-experience. You know, we are not relying on something outside of us. And the true essence of a sovereign woman understands that by going within, she can move into those frequencies and pull on that wisdom because that's what's key here. How do, how am I experiencing this and how can I respond to it in a way that doesn't create more karma? And this is so important as, as it relates to a subject matter, especially as it is connected to the body. You know, this week, yesterday, I started to share with you all three very important ways we need to take our sovereignty back in preparation for a new year, this 2021 that's coming up, because this was just kind of like practice 2020, 2021 is when the really mass big changes are going to start to occur. So we need to prepare vibrationally our nervous systems, right, for the changes. We need to be prepared by also remembering who we truly are. And that's where the subject of the body comes into play. You know, yesterday we talked about taking your sovereignty back as it relates to your mind, because all healing, all transformation, all change happens at the level of the mind. So you can actually catch the replay on the podcast so you can listen to that and why it's so important that we start with anything that we do, that we actually start to understand why committing to a practice, to understanding how to control the mind and process emotions is key before you step into this 2021, especially. Now today, the body, right? And the body is so beautiful and magical and miraculous. And it's a big, big part of what human civilization is actually healing from. Because in the age of Pisces, we basically worshiped the body. And we worshiped those that the appearance, you know, we, we had no clue what was going on in their mind and in their hearts, but just what the outer look actually portrayed. And that was a mask in itself to be, uh, make us believe in an illusion that that was, that there was success there. And the reality is that a lot of people, especially right now, the reason that they're going through an existential crisis or they're going through a deep suffering is because what's being threatened as a collective consciousness is death. You know, there's just all this more uh, talking about this virus and this thing left and right so people are being faced and being forced to face their their mortality right and the problem with that is that when we do not awaken which is what the age of aquarius is doing for us and we don't realize that we are a soul having this human experience we start to become a society that becomes attached to the physical body and anytime you become attached to anything, anything at all, just like Buddha and the great masters showed us, you suffer. So if you, especially, this is especially important for women, you know, if women, uh, women start to become shamed of their body changes or ashamed of becoming older, then that in itself is not honoring the evolution of their soul and their, and their temple in this incarnation. And if we start to, as women become attached to the way the body physically looks, not realizing that it's not something that's going to be here infinitely, it's not your soul, then we start to suffer a lot. And that's why you saw in the age of Pisces, a lot of focus on the body. And the reason that this big awakening is happening is because we're moving into self-experience and we ourselves through our own inner practice, I know through my own inner work, the SWC method, Kundalini. What you're able to do is create what I can call the mystical experience. The mystical experience is a moment of collapse of time. 
where you literally are sitting in the neutral mind. There's no good, there's no bad. The time collapses and you experience yourselves as an infinite soul. These instances through my own inner work, my meditation, through my own surrender, even if they're for seconds, can be life-changing and miraculous. Because as you release the attachment you have to this physical body, those mere instances of the connection to the infinity of your soul create instantaneous healing and create instantaneous manifestation in this world. And the reason that we don't do that more because we can train ourselves to create the mystical experience. The reason why we don't do that is because our nervous systems are completely out of whack. Our, our mind is not under control. And we continuously believe that we are just this physical body. And because we believe that we're just this physical body, we suffer and we judge the body. And we don't learn to accept it and surrender to it as what it truly is. Which, what is it? It's a communication device between you and divinity. It is a tool that you can use for alchemization. And that's another incredible aspect of the inner work, the SWC method, Kundalini. My practice enables me to alchemize the vibrations and the frequency of this temple that hosts my consciousness. That's really what this is. This temple is a vibratory frequency that consists of your emotions, your thoughts, and your feelings. My Kundalini practice allows me to change the frequency of those energies, of those emotions, so that I can alchemize it. That means I can bring it from low frequency metal to high frequency gold. Specific kriyas, which are specific positions you put your body in, breath work, chanting, whatever it consists of, that's a recipe that you do, allows you to alchemize the energy within the temple that then allows you to activate incredible gifts and powers within you. So this temple becomes a communication device. And that's where we as human beings also are awakening. We need to understand that when the body becomes ill, physically ill, there's some kind of illness, instead of looking at it as something wrong, something went wrong, or the body, uh, I feel guilty because of this is happening, or how did I co-create this? We need to understand that whenever physical illness shows up in the body, it's a communication. It's just telling us where there is emotion that has become stagnant. And this is where we take our power back and our sovereignty and we become alchemical agents, yogic scientists. And what does that mean? That we can apply if you're feeling specific ailments, if you have a situation with the liver, if you have a situation with the heart, if you have a situation with the pancreas, whatever situation you're going on that's showing up as a symptom, then you can apply a prescriptive meditation, a prescriptive energy work, Kundalini SWC method, which is what I've been doing in my journey of self-healing and sharing it with other women inside my community. You can apply that so you can get to the root cause so that we can avoid what is happening right now with Western medicine, which is they're just slapping the Band-Aid on, not looking, they're looking at symptoms and not looking at the root cause as to why the body is communicating with you that there's an imbalance. Because that's really what it is. It's just saying, hey, you know what? Here's something that's going on energetically. And that's why I'm showing up to you as a disease. And that's where we can take our power back and learn to apply specific alchemical work to rebalance the energy. Because ultimately we have an emotional blockage. Every, all healing starts at the mind and is connected to your emotions. And so the big awakening that is happening is a few things. First of all, that we're not a body, that we are beyond this body, we're an infinite soul. And when you can move into that state of consciousness, you truly bring sovereignty and peace into your life. 
you stop competing with people, you stop, you start collapsing time and you start to trust every moment of your life. That's exactly what my shirt says here. Trust exactly where you're at, at every moment, just like the moon cycles from new to full, so do you. And living in that state of consciousness, when you feel like everyone else is going crazy is an incredible gift, it's grace. And that only happens when you start to really turn, tune into that sage, that wise watcher within that tells you you're not this physical body. There's nothing for you to be afraid of. Even the transition into the next realm, into the next dimension is an adventure that you get to graduate to, right? But you don't have to continue to repeat the same lessons because as we start to realize that we're not this body, we also start to really understand what karma is, which is a mathematical equation because there's no God that is going to punish you for the good and the bad. In essence, everything is energy. So whatever you plant, you sow, period. If you put, take two, you're going to take two back. So it's just the way it works. Giving is the same as receiving. So as you realize that you're not this body and you start to have this higher perceptive awareness, you start to realize you're also always connected to the divinity. That the divinity, God herself, is experiencing herself through you and through the temple. And that this whole existence is a university where you get to learn the lessons of love. You get to learn the lessons of compassion. You get to learn the lessons of unity consciousness, which is what really is awakening with all of us. And then the third aspect of the temple that's very important, you can alchemize it, you can raise its frequency so you can reach higher states of consciousness yourself, connection to source, create the mystical experience. But the third thing that's really, really important as we move into setting intentions and goals for 2021 is understanding also that what we put in the body and who we allow to be within the temple, right, is very, very important too. The big wake up call that is happening this entire year with everything that is happening with this virus is a wake up call for all of us to change our lifestyle. We know that emotions deteriorate and weaken the immune system. Our immune system also becomes weakened through the foods that we eat. There literally is a war that is happening in our minds and the foods that are being chemically created that are then being put in grocery stores that contain within them ingredients that make them incredibly addicting. They, I mean, it's not, it's, it's done on purpose, the ingredients that are put in these foods and this processed foods, because I don't know about you guys, but I can never have just one Dorito. You know, if I have one, I need to have like 50 Doritos. And that's just why I don't buy them. And I don't keep them in my house because I know how temptation is. And the more that you actually start to realize that food actually is a way that you nourish your temple and you start to have a relationship with the food and a relationship with your body beyond it what it physically looks like but what it's doing for you housing a consciousness as you start to awaken you really start to become more conscious of what it is that you are putting in your system and I know a lot of people say that we don't have access to good food but you know we also don't have to make the choices of continuing to uh, be in those habits of putting that processed food and it's a decision you make it's it's basically something you say I'm just not going to do it anymore and then the most important thing is you apply the inner work which is the mind right because a few things happen when you apply the meditation and the inner work first of all you're able to process your emotions so you're not constantly reaching out for those foods that are numbing or helping you process you know whatever it is that you're feeling right second of all you start to just become more conscious and mindful of how you cook and what you eat and where you get it from. 
and your whole life starts to become more mindful. And then your level of self-worth rises, which means the choices you make as it relates to the foods that you do allow into the temple change tremendously. And it always starts at the level of the mind, but it also needs our shift in perception and understanding that the body is a temple, that it's not about physically, you know, what it physically looks like, but what it it is doing for us energetically to actually transcend all these limiting beliefs and blockages that we may actually have. Lizzie said, I had a bag of Doritos and my body rejected the F out of it. Lol. Yes, I think it's just the more, this is the big awakening also that is happening. You know, the more and more people are just, they can't deny it. They can't deny the truth that these foods that are we were constantly eating for a long time, not only mentally you can feel that it doesn't make us feel good but that they're really creating some serious diseases and that's where also a big it's everything at the same time awoke you know we're we're awakening how the medical system basically was making us more ill than than uh, healthy you know we're awakening to all the truths and 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 governments and and how the educational system needs to really change in so many ways and and food you know that's a big one because a lot of people you know, you see so much more cases of cancer and really weird diseases of the immune system. And now people are really like, wow, at the same time, we're all like, wow, it has to do with the foods that we're actually eating. And so it has nothing, what we're talking about here today has nothing to do with dieting or losing weight at any, by any means, by any means, because if you're a sovereign woman that has a control over her mind, that's not even an intention you set for in your life. You know, I used to be someone that used to diet all the time, like five, six years ago, and it was horrible counting calories and doing all those things. And then the minute that I started to control my mind and I started to really process emotions and really ground myself in my nervous system, the choices I made about food changed and then my entire lifestyle changed and my body just I haven't felt more at, at peace with it since since I've been actually doing this inner work so it's again it's not when it never starts at the level of the physical body it's if, if you truly want to be sovereign in this specific aspect of your life you got to understand that it's the mind and then the mind will allow you to really integrate what I'm talking about that you're an infinite soul having this experience you can sit in the beauty of magic of infinity and connect to to the release of the existential crisis that we all carry as human beings because ultimately that's what we're carrying as a cross on our back you know this having to face our immortality and having to face others you know own transcendence you know people that are passing away so many people passed away this year unexpectedly that you would never think and now it's just like wow you know, this is a wake up call for us to lifestyle, you know, look at the a temple as what it is, right, and, and love it and, and honor it versus, you know, being its worst enemy and treating it, you know, through dieting and not serving it the nutrients that it needs and also not using it as a tool to alchemize and to raise your consciousness, because ultimately, that's what these tools are all about, like you get to alchemize and you get to reach these connections with the divinity where you lose all fear you know you lose fear of death you lose fear of the biggest existential fears that women especially carry in their life and that to me is priceless that to me is worth every moment of sitting in meditation when I don't want it to and when the mind is attacking and wanting to take me into the routes that I haven't been in a while Diane says that happens to me whenever I eat drive-through food yeah it's almost like instantly your body just boom knows and your mind is like 
mm, you shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have done that. Self-care, self-love, self-respect. Yes, especially right now, the full moon. This is just a very important time for nurturing yourself and especially the body. This is why we especially started to talk about this today because the, the more that you're able to nurture yourself, the more that you're able to give more of more to others. But ultimately, my inner work always, especially as it relates to the work we do inside of Satori and the metaphysics that we discuss. Tonight is our A Course in Miracles night and it's psychotherapy on steroids. And, and one of the biggest themes is shifting our perception and realizing we are not this body. And you might say to yourself, how does this serve me, you know, in, in business or how does this serve me in a relationship or how does this serve me in anything? And actually it serves you in a very big, tremendous way because even with the great sages, you know, Jesus, this is not to be religious, but the, the, at all, because I'm not religious at all, but think about his journey. You know, he was on the cross and they crucified him and he was able to transcend the biggest pain both physically, emotionally, spiritually, by being on the cross, by going beyond the body and not, and not, and knowing that he was not the body, that he was an infinite soul. He was able to even say on the cross, forgive them father, for they know not what they do. I mean, he knew he wasn't the body. That's the level of mastery that we're all here to learn. That's why he left into, into uh, the next dimension, because he, we need to stop, we needed to stop worshiping him and realizing that that same power is in us. And so think about that in business. You know, how many times do you feel like you're being crucified or attacked because why you think you're a body? How many times do you feel like you're uh, being attacked in a relationship, right? Why? Because you think you're a body. What's the body? The roles and the programs. So this applies to everything. So if you start to really tune into your infinite soul power and realize you're not this physical body, you release suffering, you release pain, you release the existential crisis, and you start to honor this temple as an incredible tool for alchemy, an incredible tool for the evolution of your consciousness. And you start to accept it and love it exactly the way it is. And if more women, especially more of us did this, we would have no issues at all as it relates to life, relationships, or anything in this world. So very important for us to start to shift our uh, consciousness. Yes, Lizzie says, omnipresence, 100%. It's, and again, you can't have that awareness or even believe that that's a potential for you unless you alchemize the body and process those emotions, right? And move through those stuck experiences because every day, you know, we learn something new and we go through new exchanges of energy. You know, it's just understanding that that's what life is and understanding that you have a way for you to alchemically change that. We are our own yogic scientists that we've been waiting for our own gurus. So the body, as you start to make these intentions, I know so many people are like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go on a diet. Please don't go on a diet and please don't use that word. You know, what I um, offer you is to instead honor your body, love your body, surrender to all its beauty and its power and, and decide that there will be a change of lifestyle, you know, and you can even do something small. I, I give up this, the cookies or the milk or the, um, or the Dorito, something that, you know, doesn't make you feel good. That Friday drive through, right? I commit to that and then apply the inner work to help you control the mind so that you don't go back to those ways and do it today, not until New Year's, because if you start to do stuff today, it'll come, you commit to it more energetically and it'll become more of a reality in 2021 for sure. 
The other thing is that tomorrow we're going to be talking about coffee. Lizzie says coffee. I actually have been able to give it up, ladies. I'm drinking some chaga mushroom tea. I did have one cup of coffee on Christmas Day because I was so freaking tired and it didn't even help. I completely crashed and passed out. But ever since then, I haven't really been craving it. I've just been drinking my tea and water and stuff like that. And honestly, I can feel a difference because I when I was drinking the coffee, it made me feel really hyped and wired like in the morning. But then by like three o'clock, I was feeling really, really tired. So I'm actually enjoying this. I don't know how long it'll last. Again, it's been good without it. So it's just making that commitment. And then again, applying the mantras that helps a lot. And tomorrow I'm going to be sharing with you all the mantra meditation that I'm going to be doing for all of 2021. This one that was downloaded to me as I was doing the meditations on what the theme should be for 2021. As tomorrow, we're going to continue to talk on sovereignty as it relates to the spirit, because ultimately that's the deepest connection we can have and truly awaken to. And then I'll share with you all this meditation and hopefully you all will commit to doing it with me. 365 days, 11 minutes, and you, the universe will surrender all of its secrets to you. And God not only will listen to you, but you'll pretty much be able to listen to all aspects of the divinity in itself. So tomorrow I'll share with all of you so you all can join us. Committed to drinking water before drinking coffee. Baby steps. Yes. There you go. That's awesome. At least you're actually setting an intention to actually do that, right? And again, it's not about feeling guilty or bad. You know, do what makes you feel happy. Yeah, let go of coffee doesn't make me feel better. Just, you know, I'll, I'll see what else we can detach from. Ultimately, that's what we're talking about. All these attachments that just make us feel like we're whole and without them, we suffer. So ultimately, that's what we're releasing ourselves from. So set your intentions for your body, honor it, love it, especially today, this full moon in cancer, feel all that you need to feel. Slow down big time. Promise you that once next week comes around, the cosmic energy is going to be a little bit more energetic where we're just going to be moving, moving forward with our dharma, with our life purpose. I know so many people are going through a lot and there's just different changes that are going, that are happening right now. But I promise you that there is no shoe that's here to drop. This is literally your new life, your new life consisting of sovereignty, peace, of inner power, and of knowing exactly who you are. So join me again tomorrow as we talk about spiritual sovereignty and how we can prepare as we move into 2021. Thank you ladies so much for being here. Thank you for sharing your wonderful wisdom. Today, I'm going to take it easy. I hope you do the same. Happy full moon in cancer. Satnam. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Women Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SESWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also follow me on Instagram at Veronica Bear again, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.